Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 19th of February as the Flyers fall in Vancouver. Same score as the other day. 6-2 was the final as the, the game that started off the road trip in Seattle. That's the 6-2 final. Two empty net goals for Vancouver. A five-point night for Elias Pettersson. Oh, my. He was sensational in the game. Two goals, three assists for Pettersson. Bavillier had two goals. Luke Shen, former flyer Luke Shen, had two assists as well. He played really well in the first period, setting up. Uh, first one was a deflection by Bavillier, and the second one to Kuzmenko. Beautiful pass on the back door as the Flyers' coverage suffered a little bit there on the back door, and Kuzmenko was all by himself to put that puck in the net, and the Flyers fall against Vancouver 6-2. to two. They outshot the Canucks 37-23 to 23 in the game. They 2-1, to one out, uh, outchanced them in the game, 2-1, to one. Uh, but egregious mistakes are what ended up in the back of their net. A couple of good deflections right on the power play. Uh, they won the draw. Vancouver did, pulled it right back, crossed the ice pass to a Elias Pettersson for a one-timer that Bavillier deflects. Hart's got no chance on that. The first goal deflected when Shen shot that puck at the net. But just prior to that first goal in the game, the Flyers were defending uh, a three-on-three rush. And they somehow, Pettersson, of all people, was in the middle of the ice at the top of the circle right in the slot. And he gets a, a one-time opportunity. Hart makes the save, but then eventually it ends up in the back of the net. And I saw that chance. Well, I didn't mind the goal because it's deflected. But the play before that, you can't lose a guy like Elias Pettersson. If you watch the All-Star Skills Competition, he won the hardest shot. He's got a bomb for a shot. And we saw it on a couple of occasions in this game. And he's a young player drafted back in the two, 2017 draft. It went he sure. It went... Nolan Patrick, of course, to the Flyers. It went Kale McCarr to the Colorado Avalanche. It went Miro Heiskanen and Elias Pettersson. That was that draft. And Pettersson is a really good player. McCarr is probably the best one out of that draft. Not probably. McCarr, Pettersson, and Heiskanen are the three best out of that draft. And unfortunately, out of that top five, uh, there's one guy that didn't live up to any of the expectations, and that is Nolan Patrick. But I digress. So in the game, and you're going to hear from Torts in a minute, the Flyers definitely played with more energy and focus and uh, more ready to play than they did in that last game against Seattle where they lost 6-2. to two. So it's a step in the right direction, although the score is the same, 6-2 in both games. It is a step in the right direction, but there's a lot of steps left to take because when things start to slide, like those elements of the the standard, if you will, those elements of resiliency and those elements of playing the game the right way and with structure. They started to slide for a reason. What is the reason that it started to slide? Is it physical exhaustion? Well, every team goes through that. Is it mental exhaustion? That could be part of it. Is it leading up to the dead? What could it be? It's are they tuning the coach out? No, I don't think so. That's way too early to even go there. I think it's just so many players have been put into positions that they've never been in before that there's a cumulative effect to the pressure that comes in a raised expectation role. And for a guy like Travis Konechny, 
he played excellent in this game. He had seven shots on goal, several opportunities. So he ends up with the seven shots on goal and just an assist in the game. But he was all over it. And you can see the confidence in his game. Yeah, he scored two meaningless goals to the outcome in the Seattle game, but it got the donut away, got the bagel out of there. That goose egg, that oh, no goals in 13 games. His game is starting to pick up steam again. That's a good thing. But he's been in this role where a team that doesn't have a lot of high-end talent and needs scoring, and he's the team's best scorer. There's a ton of pressure that comes with that. That can weigh a guy down. Couple that with the fact that he's playing top PK. Couple that he's playing top power play. Couple that with any one-goal game at the end. He's on the ice. So all of those things can weigh you down. And even for a player like Noah Cates moved into the middle, he's going to hit a wall anyway because he has never played this many games. But moved into the middle and the responsibility of that and face-offs and all of that, they can wear a player down mentally a little bit. And when you get tired mentally, that's when the details of your game suffer. And you saw it. The Kuzmenko goal, you know, he kind of gets lost behind the net and the Flyers over-pursue up the right wall, Travis Sanheim. And when Luke Shen gets the puck because Kevin Hayes is too far on the left, Shen can come right down towards the net. A, Hart has to come out and make himself big, take on the shot, and rely on his structure. Um, And then also, that D on that side has got to come out and challenge him. And Travis Sanheim's not back in time to pick up that coverage. Those things, those structural breakdowns, are what hurt the Flyers in this game. So they got a long way to go. They're not back to, you know, playing their best hockey of the season by any stretch right now. I mean, oddly enough, just a, a week and a half ago, I thought they played their best structural game of the year against Edmonton. But around that Edmonton game and through last night, still some major structural issues. Let's get to the head coach, John Tortorella. His thoughts on the game as he addressed the media. Well, we played better. Um, really uh, need to try to find some more offense consistently, but I, I thought our effort was better in the last game. Before the game, you said that even garbage time goals can help a guy offensively. What did you see from Travis Konechny tonight? Oh, he, he's he's begun to find his game. There's no question about that. It, it, um sooner or later he knew that was going to come back we, we just need to get other guys going too more consistently we you know i i don't think we play a bad game but we just don't develop enough offense when you're not able to generate enough offensively how difficult is it to stomach some of the mistakes like the turnovers yeah you know we we had a couple but i, I don't think we gave them uh, a bunch but it, it just when, when you when you're lacking some of the offense that we lack Every mistake is just that much. It just it just stares at you. So um, keep on trying, trying to get other guys going, uh, uh, and go about it. Um, so after the first goal that was changed to Scott Lawton, I believe that ties a career high for him in points. So he's getting somewhere offensively. Is there something he can transfer to the other players to help? Yeah, the way Lots plays should transfer to other players. He, he, he's he plays hard. He plays both ends of the ice, and uh, he, he's just a good example to watch him just play the game of hockey. When you said you wanted to bring Braun back in, you talked about his veteran experience. Are you expecting that to mean he got to score some points tonight? 
Who, Bronner? Yeah. Yeah, Bronner he plays hard, as I told you guys this morning. It is what it is with him. He, he's, he's a great pro, and uh, he's a guy that you cheer for and, uh, and just hangs in there. I thought he played hard. And good for him. As far, I, I guess Slots tipped that buck on, yeah. So, but, but Bronner played well. You spoke yesterday about the work ethic falling off against the Kraken. How much more was the team able to get to its game tonight? It was better. It was be- we we forechecked more tonight. And, uh, I, I, I think no one gives Seattle enough credit. They, that, that is a good hockey team, and uh, they check very well. And uh, A big thing for us tonight is that we, we, we tried to put an emphasis on making decisions through the neutral zone to give ourselves a chance to forecheck. I thought we forechecked better, but we just don't develop enough after that. All right, there's John Tortorella addressing the media after the Flyers' 6-2 loss against the Vancouver Canucks. Not nearly as ticked off, maybe is the right word, as he was the other night. He didn't. The team didn't have that same look they had against Seattle. Yeah, it's a six-two loss, but it definitely wasn't the same look, and it didn't have the same feel. And some some breaks go not go their way. Vancouver had some breaks go their way, and that's hockey. And if you show up with that kind of effort, you're going to be in a good situation more than you're not. Uh, but in this game, they just ended up losing at six-two with Vancouver scoring two empty net goals. So. They'll get back on it. This road trip is not going to get any easier. The Calgary Flames, who they play on Monday at 4 o'clock, are a team right now that is battling for a playoff spot. There was a lot of changes in Calgary. We know about Johnny Gaudreau leaving. We know about uh, Kachuk saying, hey, I'm not going to sign an extension here. So they work out a deal, uh, basically a sign-in trade to send him to Florida. They get Huberto and Uyghur in return. Those guys seem to be having trouble with Daryl Sutter, and it's been a miserable year in Calgary, but they're right there kind of knocking on the playoffs, the door of the playoffs right now. So a very important game for Calgary. And then Edmonton, important game for them too. Their playoff position and seeding is not a lock either. And they're going to have a little revenge on their mind from that 2-1 loss against the Flyers in Philadelphia a week and a half ago. So this and it's going to be back-to-back games and three games in four days and an eight-game road trip out of the time zone. So it is not going to get any easier these next two games. You're going to – anything you get, you're going to have to earn. Nothing's going to be given to you, and you just cannot give anything to the opposition And if you want to have a chance to win. And they got to find a way to develop more offense. Kevin Hayes did not have a shot on goal in the game. He's got to be getting the puck to the net. That is something that has to happen. You know, TK's got seven shots in that game, but Kevin Hayes didn't get a shot on goal. He's the team, one of the team's best offensive players, and they need they need him to generate offense. Even if he does, he shoots the puck, but it doesn't go in. It creates an opportunity. It can create chaos at the net. He's got to get pucks to the net. So we'll see what they do coming up on Monday. They ran eleven and seven in the game, eleven forwards and seven D. Justin Braun came in. Initially, he picked up a goal. Eventually, it was determined that Scott Lawton deflected it. So that was taken away. But we'll see if they run 11-7 and seven coming up on Monday in, uh, in Calgary. I doubt they will because the back-to-back games, it's, it's, pretty, it's, it's more minutes for forwards because there's one less forward to take minutes. And you have three centers and basically four wing pairs is the way you play it at that point. So we'll see how Torts plans to do it. 
I suspect that Sam Harrison, who was dressed as the Flyers' backup last night and in Seattle, and according to Torch right here on the podcast, he is the Flyers' backup right now. I imagine that he will get the Calgary game coming up on Monday, and Carter will get the game in his hometown of Edmonton, Alberta. So we'll see how that plays out. But everybody, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily. Much obliged.